Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. The books of the Bible. Today we're going to do Leviticus chapter 11. An interesting chapter. We use a King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus. Now, Leviticus chapter 11 is about the food. You've got to understand that um, God is setting up a nation here. And the people are going to be going into this nation, and they're going to be around different types of animal, and they need to know what type of food that they should eat. And God wants to make sure that they, uh, that they are healthy. You see, he wants us healthy. And so he gives all these rules and there's a reason for it, because we today know about germs and, and in the animals, the, the toxic animals that have bad stuff in them. They're the vacuum cleaners of the earth. We know about this stuff today. But back then, uh, they didn't know about this stuff. So it's interesting how God, it's, it's an insight into God and how he protects his people. He could have went into it all and explained all about the germs and the bugs and the different things having to do with all of these animals, but he did it the easy way. He just said, look, these animals are off limit and these animals you can have. And it's that simple. You know what I mean? So uh, God said that they were off limits because they were bad for the human body. And they're still bad for the human body today. <laughs> Even though people eat them, of course, that's why people are so sick. Because they eat all these things that God has said, don't eat. Me, personally, I have for well over 20 years, probably closer to 30 years, have not eaten Um, you know, things that I shouldn't eat according to what the Bible tells us. Now, is it a sin? Is it, am I going to go to hell if I eat a piece of pork? Of course not. And I can tell you there's been times where I have gone to a person's house or I've gone to a church meeting and they've had food And most of the time, I can ask if there's pork in it or something like that. And and if I see it's pork or if it's labeled pork, I won't eat it. But there has been times where it's possible that there was pork in it, for an example. And, uh, And I know that pork is no good for me, and I've given it up. 
because it's not good for my body. And in those instances, I ask God to take out all the bad stuff that I'm about to partake in. And and that is, you know, and to protect me. And so if someone slips in something like a pork or, or something or or cooks with something that I shouldn't have, it's not good for the body, then God can take care of that. But that's the reason why we have these food laws. So this is an insight into God. He doesn't go into details of why he does things, but he does things, and the and Israel had to um, obey, you know, you have to obey me, God is saying, because I know what's best for you. So let's begin and uh, go through this um, so you can know if you don't know. And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on earth. So isn't that nice? God is letting them know what to eat. That's great. Those other countries, those other nations, they didn't have any idea about what to eat or what not to eat. God's people, he takes care of. He provides for them. Look, these are the ones that are good for you, and these are the ones that aren't. So, And so God explains it so in case the languages have changed, the names of the animals have changed over centuries and decades. Um, guess what? And millennia, that guess what? You'll know what to eat and what not to eat. That's how great God is. So, God says, whatsoever potteth the hoof, and is cloven-footed, and cheweth the cud among the beasts, that shall ye eat. For us, it's very simple. A cow, all of those things they do. A deer, all of those things they do. Okay? So, just so you know, a pig, all of those things they do. So, you see, I mean, a pig, a sheep, <laughs> a sheep is is the other one. So, God has told us that, listen, if you don't know the names of the animals, because he knew what was going to happen down in time and changing of words and things like that in languages and stuff, if you, you know, if you don't know what they, you know, what they used to know them as, well, this is the way the animal acts, this is what the animal has, and this is what the animal does. And so you'll know. So, Nevertheless, these shall ye not eat of them that chew the cud or of them that divide the hoof as the camel. You know what a camel is, so no eating camels. Because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof. He is unclean to you, meaning that there's something wrong with camel meat for the human body. And the coney, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof. He is unclean unto you. And the hare, we know what a hare is, that's a rabbit. So don't be eating rabbits, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof. He is unclean unto you. And the swine, don't eat those pigs. Though he divide the hoof, 
and be cloven-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud. He is unclean unto you. Yes, and they found out that pigs have um, their vacuum cleaner. They keep all the toxins in their body. So when you're eating a pig, you're eating all the toxins that they ate, you know, all the food they ate. So just so you know, of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcass shall ye not touch. They are unclean to you. Because, yes, because there's a disease that pigs give off. Sure enough, God knew about that, and he didn't want Israel to get sick. That's the reason he cared about his people. Um, Verse 9, These shall ye eat of all that are in the waters, whatsoever hath fins and scales in the waters, in the seas, and in the rivers, them shall you eat. So he's letting them know, okay, so now you know about the beast. Let's look at the water now. And yes, you can eat them as long as they have fins and scales. So, of course, we know a catfish doesn't have what they need to be eaten. So don't eat the catfish. They're vacuum cleaners. Same thing as a pig. They keep all the toxins in their body. That's what they were made for. Amazing world God has created for us. They shall be even an abomination unto you. You shall not eat of their flesh, but ye shall have their carcasses in abomination. Whatsoever hath no fins nor scales in the waters, that shall be an abomination unto you. And these are they which ye shall have in abomination among the fowls. So he took care of the water. Now he's going to take care of the uh, fowls as in chicken, stuff like that. They shall not be in that they are an abomination. The eagle, we know that, the ostrich and the osprey or the buzzard, the vulture, that's their names, but that's what they are. The vulture, the kite after his kind, even the raven after his kind, and the owl and the night hawk and the cuck owl and the hawk after his kind and the little owl and the cormorant and the great owl and the swan and the pelican and the gear eagle, and the stork, and the heron after her kind, and the lapwing, and the bat. So, guess what? No, you may not eat any of these animals. They're not good for you. The eagle's protected in America. You can't eat an eagle because an eagle is protected because it's our national bird. 20. All fowls that creep going upon all four shall be an abomination unto you. Yet these may ye eat of every flying, creeping thing that goeth upon all four, which have legs above their feet, to leap withal upon the earth. So you see legs above their feet. So there's not just the feet connected to the bird. It also has legs, which is interesting. Even these of them ye may eat, the locusts after his kind. So if you get hungry and you're in the woods and you see a locust, I thought about that, you know. (laughs) I said, if I go into the woods and I see the locusts and the grasshoppers and those things we could eat, (laughs) I I said, man... (laughs) Uh, I guess I would just have to, you know, 
Um, my chickens like the locusts. <laughs> they like eating them. Uh, I have to put them in a, in soup, uh, water, and, and maybe do it that way. I don't know. <laughs> but you can eat them. They're good for you. And ball locusts after his kind, and the beetle after his kind, and the grasshopper after his kind. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's that's interesting. So so you can eat all those animals. Um, but all other all other flying creeping things which have four feet shall be an abomination unto you. So you can have those, but you can't eat the other stuff. And for these ye shall be unclean. Whatsoever toucheth the carcass of them shall be unclean until the evening, which means there's diseases in these animals. He doesn't want you to touch them, you know, like a fly, a mosquito, a cockroach. <laughs> uh, uh, all of these animals have diseases in them. And guess what? Uh, you want to wash your hands. And whosoever beareth aught of the carcasses of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until even. The reason why is very simple: is because the animal had those things have germs, and God wants the person to clean themselves to get rid of, make sure they don't have any of the germs on them. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? That God wanted them to to keep themselves so clean that they had to wash their clothes. <laughs> wash your clothes if a fly touches you. <laughs> wow, that that means they must have a lot of germs. Uh, the carcasses of every beast which divideth the hoof and is not cloven-footed nor cheweth the cud are unclean unto you. Everyone that touches them shall be unclean. Yes, they have germs and diseases and things like that. And whosoever goeth upon his paws, of course we know they're talking about dog kind of things, among all manner of beasts that go on all four, those are unclean unto you, whose touches their carcasses shall be unclean unto the even. And so no, God doesn't want you to eat your dog or your cat. No. <laughs> and he that beareth the carcasses of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. They are unclean unto you. So God is protecting them because of diseases and things like that. Uh, absolutely. You don't want to be around these animals because the diseases that they have in them, you could not handle. See, in those days, they didn't have the medicine we have today. And so the diseases for us is different than it was for poor Israel as a nation. Uh, these also shall be unclean unto you, verse tw uh, 29, among the creeping things that creep upon the earth, the weasel and the mouse and the tortoise after his kind. So don't be no turtle. I keep telling people don't eat turtles. <laughs> and the ferret and the chameleon and the lizard and the snail and the mole. So you see, Pete's, Pete is, is um, I don't know if I ever mentioned Pete, but Pete is a, a gecko that actually lives here in my house with me. I've let him. And he was here, and he's been here for a long time. <laughs> and he, he's funny. So, Pete, no, I won't eat you, Pete. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, but uh, let's go forward. Um, 30. 
1. These are unclean unto you among all the creek. Whosoever doth touch them when they be dead shall be unclean until even. And upon whatsoever any of them when they are dead doth fall, it shall be unclean, whether it be any vessels of wood or raiment or skin or sack, whatsoever vessels in it wherein any work is done, it must be put into water and it must and it shall be unclean until the evening, so it shall be cleansed. So just so you know, God is letting them know and letting us know that germs can catch on to other things. Well, we know that, right? Because you see those ads in the on the meat and the stuff like that, wash all your utensils and don't uh, leave it on the counter. And if you do, wash the counter. See? See, God knew it way back then. But he didn't tell him that. But that's the purpose of it all. It had nothing to do with their soul. It had to do with protection of his people. And the part that had to do with obeying him. So if you don't obey him, then guess what? You're going to die. So I think that's amazing to me that we know that, and God had told them way back then. 33, and every earthen vessel wherein any of them falleth whatsoever is in it shall be unclean, and ye shall break it. Earthen vessel, it means you can't clean it, something that's made out of clay, because they used to use a lot of clay, that kind of stuff, or earthen kind of a, made of dirt of some kind. And so he's letting them know you've got to destroy it. You can't clean that enough to make sure the germs are gone. Of all meat which may be eaten, that on which such water cometh shall be unclean. And all drink that may be drunk in every such vessel shall be unclean. So he's letting you know about the different things that, you know, um, that the like you're cleaning the animal and you get water and you put it in... The water's washing the animal and you, it gets on to the water gets on that you washed with, gets on to other things. That's not going to be clean either. It's going to carry the germs. Nevertheless, a fountain or pit wherein there is plenty of water shall be clean, but that which touches their carcasses shall be unclean. So it's saying if there's a lot of water, then there's not a lot of, you know, you don't have to worry about the amount of germs because it can't really harm you. It's, you know, like today, they look at our water source and they, they look and they see, well, if uh, it, this is acceptable, if there is this many things of this type of stuff in the water, it's still considered able to be drank by us. But if there's more than that percentage in the water, then it's you have to boil the water because it's not good for you. See, that's that's what's going on here. That we know all this stuff, but they didn't. See, God's protecting them. And um, verse thirty-seven. And if any part of their carcass fall upon any sowing seed which is sown, it shall be clean. You can't harm the seeds. The seeds are okay, which is interesting, isn't it? Um, but if any water be put upon the seed and any part of their carcass fall thereon, it shall be unclean. So once you put water on a seed, it breaks through 
the um, the seed. The seed responds to the water and opens up, and then that means that the stuff gets inside. Interesting. Um, and if any beast of which ye may eat die, he that toucheth the carcass thereof shall be unclean until even. So even the ones that you can eat, if the animal dies, uh, listen, there's still germs in those clean animals too. Of course, we know that. Um, chickens have diseases and so does cows. Uh, they have these diseases that, you know, if, if, uh, if you touch the raw meat that you can get sick from. God knew that. Even though you can eat the animal, there's still diseases connected to them. And he that eateth of the carcass of it shall wash the clothes and be unclean until the even. He also that beareth the carcass of it shall wash his clothes and be unclean until even. And so it's letting you know about the germs. And every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth shall be an abomination. It shall not be eaten. Whatsoever goeth upon the belly and whatsoever goeth upon all fours or whatsoever hath more feet among all creeping things than creep on the earth, them ye shall not eat, for they are an abomination. Of course, talk about snakes and snails and, you know, these things. Ye shall not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creepeth, neither shall ye make yourselves unclean with them that ye should be defiled thereby. So God doesn't want them to be sick. And when you're sick, uh, you can't do what God needs you to do. So you understand it has to do with God wanting his people to do what he's telling them to do and to protect them from sickness. It's a test. It's a test. That's for sure. For I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore sanctify yourselves and ye shall be holy. For I am holy. So you see, when people uh, quote this verse... They're not letting you know where they quote it from most of the time. It's talking about God wants to make sure that we're eating the foods that are good for our body, even for us today. And so he wants you to be holy. He wants to keep your body healthy. Neither shall you defile yourself with any manner of creeping things that creep upon the earth. So you don't want to be eating the snakes and the snails and all of that creeping things, but who would want to eat them anyway? For I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. Ye shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. So this has to do with the Israel coming into becoming a nation. God was helping them out. They didn't know about germs and disease and that kind of thing, and they were going to be a nation, and he wanted them to be healthy. And so he was showing them about it, but it also connects to us because what we were taken out of bondage to as believers. We sure were. Bondage to the flesh. And so God brought us out of that bondage. And because he brought us out of that bondage, he also wants us to be spiritually holy, meaning take care of your body. Eat what's good for you. God gave you Israel all the information so that we would know what we can eat and what we can't eat. This is the law 
of the beast and of the fowl and of every living creature, creature that moveth in the waters and of every creature that creepeth upon the earth. So God was letting the people know the different animals, different types of animals, and let them know what they could and couldn't eat to make a difference between the unclean and the clean and between the beast that may be eaten and the beast that may not be eaten. You see, today with us, uh, we know what we should eat and what not to eat and what's good for us and what's not good for us. And God wants us to be able to do his work. And so guess what? If you break his law, which is this, it's telling you don't eat these kinds of meat. They're bad for your body. Guess what? You can't do works for him. And you get sick. Christians wonder why they get sick so much and all these cancers and all this weird diseases that are going on in the Christian community as well as the world. Why? Because they're eating what they're not supposed to eat. God knows what's good for this body and what isn't good for this body. So make sure you're eating what God told Israel to eat for your health. Nothing to do with your soul. You can eat a pig if you want to. It's just not going to be healthy for you. And that completes the study. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.